be bold, be be sure and confident um, in what you're doing and in in where where you're where you're headed in your mindset. Um, but also a little bit to what I was just saying before, be be prepared for change. When you when you only have a short experience of what it is in the workforce and you don't really realize what ups and downs can happen and you don't know how to handle that so telling my younger self i would have said hey <laughs> don't worry there's going to be a lot of shift and it's yeah. just part of the nature of the industry and how our business changes from year to year and just to, to roll with it don't be scared by it to just embrace it and you know keep your head up and keep going are you ready to elevate your leadership skills in the electronics manufacturing industry join sana vinding on a transformative journey as she unlocks the key to exceptional leadership in this dynamic field discover invaluable strategies emerging trends and best practices through expert perspectives and insightful interviews this podcast is your ultimate resource for gaining a competitive edge staying ahead of the curve and shaping the future Tune in now and unlock the secrets to leadership success in the world of electronics manufacturing. Welcome and thank you for listening to the Mind Innovation Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Sana Vinding, and I'm absolutely thrilled that you're chosen to join us today. This podcast is your ultimate resources for unlocking your full leadership potential in the dynamic world of electronics manufacturing. Make sure to hit that subscribe button, give us a like, share this episode. Um, and staying in the loop, you know, with our latest content. You can find us on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Instagram for more updates, and your support is greatly appreciated. In today's episode, we will explore the changing markets in the electronics industry and also talk about company culture. So let's dive into it. Joining us today is our special guest, Toby Cornell. She's the president of Kuban Associate, a leading manufacturing rep firm in the electronics industry. Toby plays a crucial role in fostering relationship with channel partners and driving the company's strategy in initiatives. Her strong commitment to the electronics industry and her exceptional leadership skills make her an outstanding guest for our podcast. So get ready for a really great episode filled with inspiration and actionable knowledge. So welcome, Toby. I'm so excited that finally, you know, we, we booked it and you are on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm really, really thrilled to be on here with you today, uh, talk about Cruvan, talk about our industry and how we've all been evolving and changing as we've been going over the past, you know, multiple years. Yeah, right. Yeah. How old is the company? So uh, we're actually just over 50 years old. We're Cruvan nice. was founded in 1971. So we've yeah. been around for that length of time. Uh, we're basically headquartered out of the Dallas, Texas market, but we cover um, Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, um, and we also have the country of Mexico. And in some areas uh, with some of our product lines, we expand into Baja, um, into um, uh, Brazil, and uh, South America. So we're, wow, uh, we're really growing. thrilled yeah. to represent all of our manufacturers in, in those locations. So That's awesome. So that, that brings me you know, to the first question, right? Because with that many years, Yes. in your backpack if you want to say that uh, I'm sure you know your your brand or your company needs to develop you know new ways to engage with customers using different approach like communication if your channel is your website so if you could share you know what kind of transformation you've, you've been through yeah it's pretty 
pretty awesome. So I, I was able and lucky enough to join Cruvan 24 years ago. So I've been with them for a really long time through a lot of different changing markets, changing times, changing strategies where, you know, the majority of what we did was done um, on the phone or just in the car and you would drive and, you know, and, and as things have evolved, you know, with email developing and communication yeah. way has really changed a lot about how we've all communicated with each other. But then just with the start of the pandemic in the past three years, it changed yet again. So, you know, every time that, you know, a new technology is introduced, you know, we, we embrace it and accept it. And I think that's the only way you, you can grow is to keep yeah. moving forward, to yeah. keep expanding you know, accepting those changes. So, you know, we've gone from communicating with our customers and manufacturers, you know, through phone and email. Now we do virtual calls. We'll do, um, you know, uh, our QBRs and um, reviews and stuff um, via Teams or Zoom. So we're all visible to each other, which is really nice to put that face uh, with, yeah. that, with that voice. Um, but then we also had to communicate with our customers that way too during the pandemic, just like so many of us, um, that was the only way we could reach out to people. So, and then with, you know, the interest of uh, LinkedIn and yeah. using the digital marketing platform. That's been a really big change that we've made in the past recent couple of years. Yeah. So I, I looked at your website um, and, and I love it. It's you are really Thank you. <laughs> you are ahead of the game. No, hats off for that one because it's 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 difficult for manufacturing reps, I think. I've seen that in the industry where they're like, yeah, you know, after, you know, they're like, it's always about budget. <laughs> it's always about budget. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> And, and your strategy as well, right? Because, you know, some will say, oh, you know, the, yeah, but it's the manufacturer, right? They need to, you know, promote it and give everything for us. But you as a manufacturing rep, you are actually spending uh, and putting it into the strategy. That's how I see it when, when I look at your website. So has that been a tough decision or has that been an ongoing that this is where you want to be? No, this is, it, it, it was not a tough decision at all. So we we really, you know, Embracing how we represent and market ourselves, but also our manufacturers has been key. So we've, we're really, you know, focused on bringing their technologies and products to our customer base, whether it's through our website, which does talk about who we are, but then also our manufacturers. But then when we're on the LinkedIn presence, we've done much more of a marketing focused approach. So we'll highlight the products, but we've also tried to put more personal spin on our LinkedIn posts because, yeah. you know, we're still about people. So, yeah. you know, even though I have this great product, I'm also still a person. And I think um, the customers and, uh, you know, will react uh, really, really well to that when they get that personal side and personal touch to what you're trying to sell to. Yeah, no, it, it is right because there is a person behind the product. Yeah. There's a person behind that sales call. Um, so to to get more personal, what about like the the family feeling? Um, I I think when when you I think there's two aspects here, but I, because yeah. I want to ask ask you as well because you have your own family, right? I have my own. I family. do. You have your <laughs> yeah yeah no right, but you have your second family, which is your That's job true. and all the colleagues, right? And if you change job, right, you are divorcing that family, getting a new family. <laughs> yeah. um, so how how do with the, with the whole balance of of creating um, your second family? Let's let's call the company your second family. How you know what what challenges have you have you seen, and and how do you how do you keep that that family connection if if that's what we call it? Yeah, I, I really think our company is a family atmosphere. That's one of the best things I think 
that we that we have um, on in, is is our culture with each other because I think that translates to how we interact with our manufacturers, how we communicate with them, how we communicate with our customers because we really do have a close personal connection with each other first and foremost, and then that really kind of translates as we go out into the into the market now into the customer uh, customer yeah. base. So the majority of um, People within Cruvan have been there for a very, very long time. However, we have the newer influx of people who have been there, you know, between one and six years as well. So yeah. we keep adding those that are new, but the people who are still here still want to stay. You know, I think um, it, it's a t- how close we all are together. Yeah. We're also an ESOP corp, an ESOP company. So that is a different, another way I think that really creates um, a cohesive atmosphere um, where we share in the highs, we share in the lows, we support each other. If somebody's out of town, you know, another person's able to cover for their customer calls or, you know, it's it's that kind of um, atmosphere makes us all even closer and uh, we can celebrate each other too. And that that's because yeah. that, we all can share in those big wins. So I think that's really what's made our, our company culture really, really special. Yeah. Did you stay really strong um, as well under the pandemic and, and you know, how you communicate across the company? Because when I see, again, with different companies, some struggle, right? Maybe not the manufacturing reps, but where a company was in the office and suddenly everybody was outside or at home. Um, yeah. And and now, you know, with your organization, I'm sure you were used to having remote salespeople um, exactly. out on, 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 you know, in their cars, right? <laughs> Driving around, yeah. maybe not under the <laughs> pandemic, but, but again, yeah. right? so, so how, how did you take that in a, as an advantage? Uh, I'm sure you did, but how did, how did you do that? I think, you know, like, just like what you said, the outside people, we were already used to working remote. So that didn't seem to change much, even in the way we communicated with our inside team and, um, you know, the people who were inside doing IT and all of that stuff, because, all of us were always already out and we were contacting them either via you know email or phone or and then we had this additional tool where we could see each other's faces yeah. which was even nicer <laughs> um but the, the, i think the only thing that we were kind of you know initially everyone was concerned about what's going to happen we're working from home yeah but our inside team is always also really really close together so they were doing you know group chats in teams and ways to communicate like they always did just through a virtual channel versus being in person and shouting, you know, over the cubicle or meeting up in the you know kitchen to get some coffee and talking about something. So, you know, they yeah. were still able to do that. They just didn't do it, you know. Yeah. In person. In person. Right. Yeah. So uh, they were able to maintain that. And we have been overall really able, really able to maintain it very, very well, which I'm oh, really happy. Good. So you're actually coming out stronger as a team. That's, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's been a roller coaster. Um, yeah. let, let's talk about a little bit about, you know, the, the industry, what's happening, you know, manufacturing electronics. So, so I want to have your aspect, right? Because we have a great year last year. Yeah. <laughs> This year, everybody's <laughs> like, why did everybody stock up everything? No. Um, so what, 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 what's, what's happening right now, you know, on, on your side that, that you're saying, okay, this is, this is what's going on. Um, and, and this is maybe the, how we are pivoting or what we're changing. Yeah, I think, you know, like what you said, this year is a mystery to a lot of people there. You know, there's many thoughts on the topic. Is it going to stay flat throughout the whole summer, pick up fourth quarter? Yeah. 
you know, be slow into next year. There's a lot of, you know, schools of thought around what, what may happen, but what we are seeing and noticing and trying to take advantage of is that um, the customers themselves are out of that expedite mode. And like, you know, if they're waiting on one or two components, they just know when those are coming. So they're actually taking the time now to do design work. So that's nice. where we got to get engaged yeah. with them on this side of things. Okay. Now you have time to design. So what can we help you with there? And maybe they won't be buying that right away, but if you plant those seeds and get in on the design at this stage in the game, you'll be much better as the year progresses yeah. and into next year. So that's yeah. been our focus and we're seeing a lot of that now, which is great. Yeah. Oh, and, that's um, good. Yeah, it is. It's really good. And we're also having a lot of, you know, people come into town again and traveling around. So that's been helpful too. Um, the customers seem to be excited to see people, you know, they're still working hybrid, so it can be yeah. a challenge, but it's, it's, it's fantastic. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, it, it's great to see this new development, right? It's like, yeah. then we also know new products is coming out. No, um, <laughs> but, 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 but again, I, you have to get used to this hybrid world. And I'm sure yeah. you know you have it as as well, maybe in your office. But this hybrid world of how do you how do you connect with now with the engineers or the sales? Uh, because do you is it is it a is it a, a Zoom call right or Teams call? Is that what yeah. you start out with, or do you actually say I'm in the office now? <laughs> Everybody needs to come in as engineering, <laughs> and you do a presentation. How do you make sure that you you get you reach out to all of them? to the customers. So yeah. with customer base, you know, we'll, if we're trying to set up calls with them, either just on our own or with a manufacturer, it's kind of good to know what days they're in the office. If they're in on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or, yeah. you know, some of them are in Monday through Wednesday, you know, and, but there are most that are still allowing um, work from home schedules. So we yeah. just kind of try to gear towards that time. You definitely have to make that um, interest level there. There has to be something that they yeah. want to hear to be able to see you. So it's not, hey, I'm going to come by and blah, yeah. blah, blah. I'm bringing so, lunch. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, but that has been the other way too, is if they're not in the office, okay, well, you want to meet out for lunch somewhere. And that yeah. sometimes has worked as well. So those are the kind of, you know, ways that we've taken advantage of that and just trying to, to understand which companies work which way, you know, how which engineers are in on these days and which aren't. And, yeah. you know, when people come to visit, we'll, we'll try and explain, look, it's not always going to work out really smoothly like it used to, because some companies are still at home on these days or whatever. So yeah. it, it's been, it's been interesting, but it's not bad and it's, it's just different. So yeah. you just got to learn how to yeah. you know operate in this new way that things are operating and not be yeah. afraid of it just go for it i mean it's not yeah, depressing. It's, it's not changing oh, right yeah. yeah it's it's you adapting to to this kind of way of working yeah yeah don't don't mourn what went away just okay this is the new way so let's just do the new way and yeah. it'll be great no that's good what about uh your success working with with manufacturers because it's um being you know on on getting information out of, of suppliers and manufacturers right so you can reuse that or make other kind of content and then you you can use that to to go out and share that with your customer base how oh. what's 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 working for you or, or do you have you don't need to put names but you know is there anyone where you're saying <laughs> company a is doing really well because they're doing this if you have any examples i would love hmm. to hear it yeah so i i really think um what's been most helpful is is the companies and manufacturers who provide or give us the content that we can make our own sort of um either short flyers that we can attach or, yeah. you know, share in the body of an email or attach to an email or put up on a, you know, a visual uh, like on LinkedIn or through a virtual call. So 
the the way that it makes it easiest for the customer to see what it is um that's those have been the most successful ways and um you know partnering with the manufacturers on the marketing side has been just as important as you know finding out what's what's coming out through engineering and working the technical yeah. side of things so it's it's new and different because you're you're working a lot of different sides of you know the manufacturers here as we've moved into the you know communication and digital age more and more so so um but the the i think the most successful companies have have really good marketing information, excellent sample programs, um, and yeah. that kind of thing. So they're stepping up. That's good. Yeah, but they, are, about, they are. They are. They need to, and they must. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what about video? Um, and and if it's like web, you know, if it's training right through video, mm -hmm. or if it's a, a video where an engineer is presenting the product or something like that. Yeah. Have you any good experience of, of what works well in your channel? We have not. Um, I think the most successful way to utilize video have been more of attending, having customers and distributors attend webinars yeah. um, or, you know, really short videos that we may have gotten from the manufacturer we'll put on our YouTube channel or yeah. we'll, you know, put out that way. But I, I personally, we haven't personally made any of our own videos yet, which no. we probably do. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> But uh, but I think yeah. utilizing those is has been has been yeah. helpful. Um, and yeah. having having the customers attend webinars that our manufacturing's or manufacturers are putting on has been really helpful too. Yeah. No, I, I I totally right. It's and it takes time to make video. It's not like something you just you just do if you want something nice. But I think it's what you're saying. Having them short is actually a, a really good good thing because our you know the attention you sit there and if you have to see watch something for an hour yeah <laughs> yeah right uh, you need to you need to focus on it um okay good what well, i want to talk a little bit more about the the you know what's what's happening in, in the industry as well because we are the industry the everybody who is in the industry right if we go to a conference right we just went yes. to one right yeah, yeah. Uh, the aging <laughs> of the industry <laughs> and the lack of oh, women yeah. in the industry no um so what what what's uh you know how how do we how do we get new you know new blood in to the industry yeah that's that's been you know something that i know we've been talking about for a little while now and you know the more the more programs that are coming out through the industry um Uh, in uh, associations, I think it's really helping to to raise those up and train those up who are who are coming in new. So you know you have like the Spark programs and yeah. um, different training programs for new employees through both ERA and the ECIA. They're both trying to offer those initial training programs to new employees, new new people in the industry. Yeah. Um, And I think you know finding the people into to, that are out there that are new and young that we need to bring into the industry. It's important to connect with them on something that they are, feel is really important. So um, we, as a company, I know the industry as a whole, are really trying to focus on you know fulfilling certain um, ESG uh, portfolios or DEI and making sure that you're meeting those things that are important to the next generation of employees that are coming out of college that are yeah. seeking for something that they want to matter in. I mean, we all want to matter in what we do, right? We yeah. all want to find yeah. passion in what, we, in what yeah. we do. And so you want to work for a company that shares those thoughts, shares those beliefs. Yeah. So we want to make sure that we're reaching those as an industry overall, finding ways to connect. And um, one of the conferences that we were at recently, uh, one, there was a younger gentleman in in the room and he was talking and he said, you know, I wish I could see more about, you know, 
I see a lot of products, but I want to see what are some of the fun things that you guys do. Yeah. And so that really started my company yeah. as a whole thing. We're like every conference now we're going to be taking pictures of what's going on. So we kind of share that. Like we don't all just sit around and, you know, <laughs> stare at a screen <laughs> or stare at people. Or, there's a lot of, you know, excitement in the design yeah. and you can't yeah. necessarily share customers design pictures. So if you want to show the human side, the the family side, the friendship side that all of us have with each other yeah. as an industry, because it's big, but it's not. It's also kind of small. Yeah, right. I think it, it's it's a yeah. big industry, but a small world, because when, yeah. when we meet at different conferences, it's like, oh, my God, there you are again, right? That's really important, too, is to share yeah. that as well, like what what we're about. Um You know, and I think that's a really cool and key way to reach uh, the next generation of employees. Yeah. Yeah. So if somebody is starting to get into the to an industry and if they're new, what, what kind of advice would you give, like a leadership advice? Well, I think it's really important to know that it's going to change when you come in, whatever's going to happen. It's not going to be this way for long. It's something different. But to me, that's yeah. one of the most fascinating things about our industry. The lines are changing. The products are changing. The, you know, the, um, technology is always evolving, always yeah. changing. So there's always something new, which makes it so exciting, so much less than dealing with the same thing every day. So yeah. I think that was something that I would want to have to have heard, I guess, you know, when I was first starting too, that don't freak out when something changes, be excited yeah. about it and just see, okay, how can we take this and use it to our advantage and move forward? So um, I think that would be definitely some That's advice a- that would Yeah, I would give and also get to know as many people as you can because yeah. the more people you know, the more you grow, and you can grow your your network, you can grow your customer base network. Yeah. I mean, there's so many ways to nice. um, engage with each other to help to help each other. Yeah. So now that you've been 24 years, I'm impressed here. So It's- what kind of different roles did you have? Because you haven't been the, the the president all the time. <laughs> no, I have not. Um, <laughs> that's really recent, actually. Yeah, um, congratulations. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, so I, I started with another rep company, actually, um, right out of college. And I was an inside sales there. Uh, I started with Cruvand also in, um, as in outside sales. So I had been with my first company two and a half years in inside. Then I went into outside for two and a half years. Cruvand bought that company. And yeah. so I, when I started at Cruvand, I was um, in outside sales. And then I uh, took over distribution. So I was handling distribution for all of this time and a customer base, and then um, got promoted to VP of distribution. So I was a VP within the organization. And then just April of this year, so just a very few months ago, um, uh, our CEO uh, um, put me as the president and he's retaining the CEO role. And so, and then we've, we've had some other changes as well, a new VP of sales and um, director of Latin America. So we had some different changes in the organization, but those changes were really exciting because it's kind of like how we wanted to go into the future. You know, we're all yeah. together. We have the, the, the management in line and everybody's ready to move forward into the future. So it's, it's been pretty exciting, but those really, that's the two roles that yeah. I had have been in inside sales and then in outside. So, wow. but it's been, it's been great. Yeah, no, what a journey. So w- when you've been in these still different roles of just, yeah, just getting bigger in responsibility as well, how how have you learned some of the new, you know, the new skills that you have to learn? How, how have well, you learned it? I think um, from the, from your colleagues, for sure, you know, as you're going through and I think it being coming from inside sales into outside sales is such a 
it's such a good experience to have because when you go into the field, you know what your inside person is having to deal with, which is a yeah. lot. And <laughs> you want to be able to help them as much as you can. So get them as much information as you can, because there's these things that they have to face on a daily basis that um, if you've never done that job, you don't know how yeah. hard it is. So I think it, having a respect for that position helpful for me and then um learning to work with the channel and how how important your distribution partners are in selling your product lines and um you know yeah. that is such a key thing to know how to navigate through that as well because they're they're the ones that are they're holding stock they've got salespeople on the ground too yeah. partnering with them is has is really important to all of us at, at our company. So that's something we really, really focus on too. Yeah. Um, and then with the new lines, you you get product trainings and you, you, you know, you learn them and, you know, and then you kind of get specialized with your accounts with that certain type of product. So it, it it's a, it's a slow process. It does take a lot of time, but, um, but you know, you're that's turning good. into the expert. No, that's good. That's good. But what about, again, over the 24 years, I'm like blown away in here. No, um, but what about technology like changes, right? In, in the platforms or your know, ecosystem, you, you, that has to be a journey as well. Oh yeah. For everybody. Right. So we started out when I first started, we had fax machines Ooh. and you'd walk in and paper would be all rolled yeah. up in the bottom of the room. You know, you'd have to go cut it. And so that was, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, guaranteed you know, millennials and the Gen Z, they're like, yeah. what? That, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we, you know, we started there. And then I think just watching the way we, uh, as an industry have moved over away from mailing things or faxing yeah. things to, you yeah. know, digitally sending stuff, um, even communicating the customers and the manufacturers using electronic, like EDI communications. And, yeah. you know, there's so much done digitally. It's so much faster, so much faster. So you yeah. can move faster and react faster um and you can communicate on the other side of the world and yeah. you know you just may have to wait until the next morning but you know if somebody's looking at something that you sent overnight but yeah it's, it's amazing that you that we can do that and yeah. as before you have to call or you'd have to you know i don't know send a letter which i don't even know about that anymore. yeah right <laughs> it's only when you do the christmas card right <laughs> exactly that's right <laughs> So uh, that, it's incredible. I'm, and I'm like, like you, what you're doing right now, you know, this platform as well, yeah. it's such a huge technology shift over. It is. It is. 24 years. Yeah. No. Um, okay. Then, you know, looking back, if you had to give yourself like an advice, like 20 years ago, maybe 24 years ago, you decide, you know, <laughs> what, what kind of advice would you give yourself? Uh, you know, I would say just, just really, be bold, be, be sure and confident, um, in what you're doing and, and, and where, where you're, where you're headed in your mindset. Um, but also a little bit to what I was just saying before, be, be prepared for change. When you, when you only have a short experience of what it is in the workforce and you don't really realize what ups and downs can happen and you don't know how to handle that. So telling my younger self, I would have said, Hey, <laughs> don't worry, there's going to be a lot of shift. And it's yeah. just part of the nature of the industry and how our business changes from year to year. And just to, to roll with it, don't be scared by it to just embrace it and, you know, keep your head up and keep going. 
Yeah. No, I like I like that. And it's it, I don't know. We use the word disruption a lot, right? Maybe that's too harsh. I th- I think right because we've been it's yeah. been a, a big one. <laughs> but no, yeah. but but again, right? Be be ready for that. That things are changing and then adapt yeah. into it, right? So I can totally uh, agree with you. So no. Um, um, if any of, of the listener wants to reach out to you, how how can they connect with you? Um, you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Toby Cornell. Um, you can also check out our website, which is um, crewvand.com. Uh, so uh, we would love to to connect with anybody and feel free to, to reach out. And I look forward to talking with you. Awesome. Awesome. I will put that in the in the recording notes and also on the on the episode that's on the mindinnovation.com. So thank you so much. Toby. It was I, I loved it. I think the journey of what you have done and just to hear some of the success is just, yeah, it, it's it's really, really great. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, I look forward to chatting again and seeing you soon, I hope. Oh, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) we will. (laughs) If you like Mind Innovation, don't forget to subscribe, rate and share the show wherever you get your podcast. You can follow Senna Winding and Mind Innovation on Instagram, LinkedIn and YouTube. And make sure to check out mindinnovation.com. Stay curious and keep learning. See you next time.